So have you guys seen Jojo Siwa's new haircut? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, my God. How excited are you? Um, I mean, happy for her that she is, like, learning to move on and just, like, do whatever she wants and oh, yes. not care what anyone says. And also, it looks good on her. Like, she can rock she whatever. Looks phenomenal. I can't I imagine anything looking bad on her, so. That's a good point. An excellent point. Hopefully um, her hairline can recover from being pulled back in a ponytail. All the oh, it's going to be so relaxed now. <laughs> yes. Room to breathe. Um, yeah, I wonder how deal. many people yeah. are just take that picture and go directly to the salon and say, give me the JoJo seawall. Because I almost did. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Who cares if I'm copying her? Like, I, feel like I want people the to The edgy haircut me. that everyone always gets like when they first do a big chop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the Jojo Siwa now. Well, now, so. yes. Now it's the Jojo Siwa. It's iconic. Yes. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Carrie, I heard you so, had life events. Yeah. So I'm back. It's been Welcome home. <laughs> Welcome back. So over the break, I did a lot of dance teachery things. And then also I went, I went to an academic conference thing. That was last week. So I had to like take some some time to just like prepare for that because that was a lot of yep. uh, smart person thinking time <laughs> that I like it just takes me a while. A very different yeah, vibe for this any of that on slow time. No, like, exactly. <laughs> um, so last week I went to New York City to do the conference. While I was there, I think I joined a cult. Whoops. Oh, um, oh which one? Oh, you know. <laughs> you know you no know. I don't know tell me <laughs> it's a secret like, cult she can't tell us or she'll be kicked a, out it's a secret because this is this is going to be public and I do not you know want to out that but like I'm not joking <laughs> <laughs> how did you get initiated how did I get initiated yeah uh I mean they took us bowling That'll do it. That's a good way to reel them in. (laughs) It was was a good time. Um, Yo, I recently went bowling bowling with my roller derby team, and I was officially given, or I kind of gave myself my roller derby name. It's Chainsaws. Chainsaws? I love that for you. (laughs) I will exclusively refer to you as chainsaws from now Thank on. You. I like that it's more than just one. <laughs> Multiple chainsaws. Well, they asked me, they were like, how many? And I was like, <laughs> two, one for each hand. So that's now who I am. Uh, um, okay. So also while I was, okay. So after New York, I went back. There was a whole thing where like, I was going to dinner with a family friend who lives in a different city adjacent to New York. So I took the train out of New York and my mom met me with my car in that city. And we got dinner with this family friend, the family friend who owns my house. uh, Oh, I I know her. Yes. Well, I know know her. her. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard of her. Yes. I know Um, your house. You know me. Hi. I do know you. (laughs) Uh, So while we did that, we stopped at a gas station and a person uh, backed into my car in the gas station like over 200 miles away from my house uh, yes. last Friday night. So that sucked. And is your car okay? My car's not here. It's oh. 200 something miles away. Still getting fixed? 
yeah, because the insurance, it, like the insurance companies haven't figured out who is paying for how much. So it's not going to get fixed until it is like going Ugh. to get paid for. So that is a boring and horrible problem. It's awful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it, it was like drivable enough to drive it somewhere close by, but like, I just didn't feel comfortable driving it across the state essentially yeah, makes sense <laughs> uh so I don't have a car anymore oh, no. and it's real bad and like I've just been like this is a f- today was the first time that I was in this house since like two weeks ago because oh. I was just at my parents house because we went straight there and then yeah. I have not had ha- access to a car to come here until today how do you grocery shop I eat at my parents house well, I'm saying like now that you're at your house, how are you going to eat food? She just oh, isn't. I'm going. Oh no, I'm going back because oh. tomorrow's Easter. Okay, so we're doing uh, family yes. stuff. And so is I your have... mom here with you right now? No, I just took their car. Oh, I was going to say you should have her on the pod, but next time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> I'm Darn sure pod. she has. She has no interest. I told her about this, and she was like, "Okay, good. I'm not going to listen." <laughs> there's, um, it's good for her to set boundaries. There's <laughs> someone on my roller derby league named Shar, and her name is Shark Bait, and I feel like we should call your mom that sometimes. Oh, I love that. I call her Sh- uh, Charmander sometimes, or Charizard. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and then also just a life update after that. Uh, the next day like so the day after I came back from New York I also promptly got sick AF Ooh, it was not COVID but also I'm pretty sure it, they lied to me and it was COVID <laughs> no but <laughs> um still recovering from that so sorry if I have like a coughing fit in the middle of this oh I hope you do I do too that's very on brand best for this of podcast. Us. yeah I was like most podcasts would be like oh no I'm sick. I can't do it. And I'm like, I, we need to make sure we do this as soon as possible so that I'm still as sick as possible so that yes. like we can, like I can sound terrible. I was one of my podcasts literally did that exact <laughs> thing where she was like, sorry, we didn't put out an episode last week. I was really sick. And I just want to make sure we're giving you guys good content. And I'm oh. like, I'm here to give you guys the worst content. Yes. <laughs> like, this is like the worst content that we could we are going do. for neither quality nor quantity. Like, oh, we, you're we have plenty of this quantity. This is unfortunately actually. too much content. <laughs> yeah. It is a lot. We are definitely going for quantity, apparently. <laughs> uh, apparently, Mishu has been, my, my sister, has been listening to the episodes, but she's only on episode three. And I'm like, girl, like, you're never going to catch <laughs> Like, good luck. No, never. Uh, it's not good. Um... That's it for my life update. Dead air. Greg, you're also here. How's your life update? Um, My life update is that I'm moving out of my apartment at the end of May. And I'm going to be moving in with the finger this summer. Oh my God. Wait, are there going to be horses? (laughs) No, the horses do not live with her there. Damn. Um, The horses would be at like her actual house. Okay. Maybe yeah, I'll meet yeah. them someday. someday. You haven't met them yet? No, you'd think. I don't really go over to her house like that, though. I've been to her house. I feel like I'm with you. I've been to her house, too, but I've never met her horses. I have met horses at her house. I don't know if they are, like, the horses. Curse. I mean, probably. <laughs> I, 
But how have I met the horses and you have not? <laughs> Wait, didn't we go to her grad party or was that somebody else? No, we definitely did. Yeah. Okay. Did we go together? I mean, we were all there. I can't yeah. imagine us meeting there separately. I definitely agree with us. Okay. I feel like there was a puzzle involved. Someone gave us a puzzle. Someone gave us Oh my God, puzzles? wait, no, I think there was. Yeah. And then we tried to do the puzzle and there's a bunch of pieces missing. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a real story. So we were at the, no, the no. household, the glove, we were- and the glove. someone <laughs> gave us the... The, there was that was puzzles. not at the grad party though we went separately they had like a garage sale how many we times to. have we been to the globe carrie uh <laughs> oh yeah it was a garage sale yeah yeah that was a separate occasion so apparently at least twice we've been there together i know and i was I, there once with greg i was I one, there once in like middle like eighth grade seventh grade for like a birthday party or something i don't know wow. i might have been there a couple times in like big event sort of things like that yeah i don't know interesting (laughs) so um i guess we have to do this i guess so okay so we discussed a little bit of this before we got on but just so the viewer is aware i have taken notes on this episode but it was a very long time ago i don't remember what happened carrie has seen the episode most recently but did not take notes Greg half-assed his notes and is watching the episode right now. So <laughs> this is going to be what it's going to be. Uh, no, also, not, this is the first time I watched it. I've watched it a couple of times already, but I only took like half notes. <laughs> I just wanted to throw out there that since I've been gone, I have listened to you guys' like podcast. Like, pretty I was going to ask that too, how up to date are you? I only watched the actual episodes last night so i marathoned like six episodes last night jesus christ are you okay are you mentally okay (laughs) i am not i'm so sorry also actually no never mind i'm not (laughs) 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 no tell us please get into it i i missed a little bit of my life update in that yesterday i almost quit my job but i didn't because they did not answer the phone when i called okay Um, that was going to be part of my life update. When God closes a door, <laughs> a window opens. What? What, Anna? You are you still going to like call them later? Or are you like? Yeah, I think I want to quit my job. Okay. I do too. I, yeah. That like I've been thinking about it for a while and okay. it's like a temp position. So I've just yeah. kind of been waiting for them to either like kick me or like try to hire me and then maybe like no thanks but yeah it's been nine months and that has not happened yeah. and I don't know what's normal for do you have like position, another job lined up absolutely not okay <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to do this anymore and okay. I would feel more motivated to look for another job if I just didn't have a job okay okay Good I feel point. the Good same point. way yeah yep you gotta just throw yourself into the pool yeah that's what I would like to do uh, so Let's throw ourselves into this pool. (laughs) Let's quit our jobs. (laughs) Okay, so let's just wait. I was was also going to say something else about um, the the episodes. So a couple, just like two things I wanted to say. Ashley's outfit in episode 12 when she's getting her fake ID is so cute. I love it so much. Um, No memory of that. But it's like burgundy and uh, 
like a burgundy top and a plaid skirt. I don't. Oh, uh, it sounds cute. It's cute. I think um, I was distracted by how awful Amy's outfit was. It's just also in the last episode, episode thirteen, the conversation that uh, Molly has about the apple in the family yeah. law office that yeah. I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was such a big deal for me. No, <laughs> I felt the same because moment. literally in the house before was two bowls inside of each other <laughs> filled with apples no. and she's saying she doesn't like the, apples the whole fact the whole fact that like so much of this podcast has been established based on tracking the apples in yeah. this show just mm-hmm. for it to be called out so like blatantly in front of our faces like a whole conversation just about apples that is not plot related at all they're just talking about apples like it just felt like a really big deal to me yeah Um, well maybe they've been watching or listening to the pod and they are responding to us yes in a time machine (laughs) you know what this needs more of apples (laughs) i just wanted to say i just listened to your last podcast in the car on the way here today okay and i want to call y'all out and be like so you didn't know marshall bowman's name was marshall until last episode that was was just great (laughs) that was definitely established like early on also uh you didn't know that jack's last name was pappas and that was also definitely established early on. I think it's just every time they say it, I'm shocked. <laughs> okay, no, that too. I feel like they do have an issues with introducing themselves. Like also, they're so unforgettable. Typically, the last episode we took such minimal notes. Like I was just so done with that. I just didn't care about anything that was happening. So. Sure, but you were commenting on the names, and I'm like, we've we've been known these names. These are not new names. Here, we've been doing this podcast for I 30 years. You expect me to remember Dr. Hightower names? with Dr. Bowman? Yeah, that I called you out about because you did it a bunch of times. <laughs> I, well, okay, well, it's like it seemed like Dr. Hightower was such a big deal in the beginning, and like that they just kind of dropped it. I guess. Yeah, oh. she was like only a big deal in one episode. Yeah. Also, the car that ran into my car was a Chevy Tahoe. It was not a hybrid, but that oh they have a Chevy Tahoe in the show. That is the car that the Jerkins have. And I was yeah. like, of course, you can slow tat everywhere, yes. ruining my Personally. life. Okay. All right. We can start thinking now. of ruining our lives. Um, happy Easter, ladies and gentle ladies. Uh, welcome to the Father and the Son, episode 14 probably 13? such a fitting title for yeah. easter weekend someone Honestly. crucify me and also yes. actually a fitting title for this episode yeah, yeah. very true there, there are lots a father of fathers and, and also sons. a son okay so uh the first note i have i just wrote jurgens i guess mm-hmm. we're at the jurgenses and then they're like the someone rings the doorbell or knocks or something and they're like arguing over who gets to answer the door I think this had something to do with like like George and Molly being like, this isn't your house anymore. I still live here and blah, blah, blah. And so they're like, I want to answer the door. And then like Ashley ends up answering the door, I guess. Um, and like first I literally I started to write Ricky's dad because I thought it was gonna be Ricky's dad, but it was not. <laughs> it's Jack's dad, who's the the pastor stone guy uh, off the stone, whatever. Um and so at first he thinks that Ashley is Amy and she has what I believe is my favorite Ashley quote where she's like, 
yeah, I'm having the devil's, or, he's like, how's everything going with you? And she's like, everything's fine, except I'm having the devil's baby and I'm in love with Ben. And I'm like, yep. it's funny because yep. Ben is the devil. <laughs> yes. Which is interesting because like, it's not even his baby, but whatever. I just thought that was, it was a classic Ashley thing. Very appropriate for the moment. Huge fan. Continues um, to be the favorite character. Yeah. And then I was like, it's kind of weird that this man came to their house. Like, yeah. how did he hear? Like, why, why is he coming here right now? How does yeah. he know where they live? I guess like that. he heard that they got married. Like Jack told them about that. Cause that I guess that makes sense. I was under the impression that he was going there just to like talk to Amy specifically. Yeah. Just because of the baby. But why question now? Mark? Yeah, that's Which my question. Like yeah. everyone's been new <laughs> that she's pregnant. Like, like why now? Like because the whole situation with Jack and the IDs. And so like they probably had a conversation about that. Once again, we're forced to add in scenes that didn't happen. But like I'm assuming he was like, yo, why are you like doing community service for fake IDs? And then Jack has to be like, oh, well, I had to help out Amy because she got married, but it wasn't a real wedding. And then he's like, you know what? I'm a pastor, marriage, whatever. Let me go over there and see what I can do. So that's I guess why he's there and then um I get I guess is they like go Ashley goes to the garage and then Reverend Stone also goes to the garage and then falling in love I don't know if anything <laughs> else happens there um I thought it was funny that whenever he opens the door George says that he recognizes him and then says I don't want what you're selling <laughs> is he selling guess- Jesus I, I know George really hates Jesus because of the Bowman. Really That's like an established thing. So I guess they're just continuing that trend. Anyway, so falling in yeah. love, uh, Ashley and the Reverend are now chilling on the couch in the the garage bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you want a beer? And he's like, no, I can't have beer because uh, I used to be an alcoholic or something. Mm-hmm. Um she, he still thinks that she's Ashley at this point. So she's like, um, actually, wait, no, she is Ashley. Yeah. And <laughs> Ashley is Ashley. Amy is the pregnant one. So she's like, oh, I'm actually not pregnant. And he's like, oh, well, that's good. And she's like, oh, like, it's not really that much better to be pregnant at 15 <laughs> than 11. And he's like, good I guess point. it's a little bit better. Whatever. Um, He makes a reference to Life of Brian, which I Do thought you know was what that funny. is? Yeah, it's Bunty Python. And oh, okay. also, I did. I did have Easter. to look that up. I just also forgot. Easter. It's literally about like the death of Christ or something, and it's like this guy named Brian, and like him yeah. just like observing the whole ordeal. Um. Oh, also, I saw a really funny meme today that it was like someone it was showing like a picture that their son, who's like a child, their son drew for like Easter for like Sunday school, mm-hmm. and it was the Easter Bunny being crucified, and it cried. <laughs> That's I want a funny. tattoo of that. Yes. I I I support that. I thought it was <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um I also thought it was interesting that they made a Monty Python reference because in a recent I think it was the wedding episode question mark. Maybe one of the other ones. We did like a two-parter and then for like the intermission I played like the Monty Python. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So it's think- just interesting that they're they're listening to us. They're getting in our head. Yeah, they are. It's, I don't know why, like, 
they're surprised that they've both seen it. And I want to know yeah. why that's the movie that made him sober up. Well, I think he's like, uh, he's surprised that she's seen it because she's a child. Uh-huh. And it's like, I guess um, children don't watch movies. They only do TikToks. So <laughs> I don't know. You know. 10 years before that was invented. <laughs> well, Ashley's ahead of the curve. Okay. And then he talks more about how he used to do drugs because his kid died and he was like, let me do some drugs, which is like an understandable reaction to that. But then mm-hmm. he found Jesus instead. And it's like, did you know you can have both? But whatever. Um, okay. I no have longer... a note about yeah. this conversation yeah. is that what, like, before he explains that, he says, Oh, I met Jack's mom at grief counseling. And Ashley's yeah. like, You were counseling her because of her husband died and then you married her. Like, yeah, that's that is, her up. That is definitely that. Ha- like the fact that he met her at grief counseling was brought up earlier in the show. And I have been under the impression that that is what happened the whole time. And he's like, he treats that as if like, that's an outrageous interpretation of that. And I was just like, and when you just say you met at grief, like, I'm pretty sure, I don't know. He's like counseling right now. Like he has the role of a counselor. So that's what it sounds like happened, but it was uh, like a, a revelation that it was, he was also in counseling. I think they it was were in counseling together words. and someone else was doing the counseling. Yeah, that shook me a little bit. Have you guys seen the show Dead to Me? I haven't seen oh. anything. Yeah, on yes. Netflix. Okay, well, it's about these like two ladies and they meet at grief counseling and then a bunch of wild shit happens. But it's like they they like become best friends and it's like so nice. And like I would love to like meet some friends at grief counseling. Like I feel like that's like a really cool meet cute. Um, so if you know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, it looks like you're in heaven oh thank you um I actually I had a thought earlier that my dream job is um to be a ghost so like everything I'm doing now it like doesn't matter because it's like eventually I'm gonna die and be a ghost and that's what I'm going for um I'm actually oh, okay. I'm not in my usual closet though I'm in a different state I'm visiting Greg's mom not Greg's mom Greg other Greg my mm-hmm. boyfriend Greg's yeah. mom mm-hmm. Greg is not I'm I, I'm not visiting your mom you could be <laughs> visiting my mom I could I have visited her without you before but right. um uh, no, currently I am at the beach, and so I'm in Greg's mom's closet, which is a, it's a pretty good closet. But there's no outlets in here, so if my laptop dies, I might need to pause and like Uh-oh. figure something Problem. out. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, well, there might be no. one like right outside the door. I just didn't check before I got in here. Anyway, um, so what do you think his drugs of choice were? Um, oxygen, heroin, oxygen. <laughs> yeah, remember that what time that when to? you guys went to my church and the priest was like you know what i'm addicted to oxygen oh my god i totally forgot about that but like that was unlocked now <laughs> we did a lot of random activities together and why were some of them in churches like why did you come to ccd with me we're that's church fun. people <laughs> that's one thing we have in common Catholicism. Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Crucifying the Easter Bunny. Uh, yes, I am indeed addicted to oxygen. I feel like for him it was heroin. I feel like that's like a sadness drug. Um, do you guys remember when I was briefly almost addicted to OxyContin, but yeah. now Oxy not? Wednesday. That was Oxy fun. Wednesdays. Um, yeah. So 
that was fun by well that's like it's like something like people have access to mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you can just like break your ankles and then boom free oxy so that's what you did it yeah but i don't know like i can't really imagine him like doing crack because he's sad you know like maybe marijuana but then that's not really like yeah what, do you, what if they're like, actually just talking like about he was they're being he vague about it on purpose but like i don't know i feel like it was probably opiates anyway um so he's talking about how he used to do drugs and then he found jesus instead and now like he just likes whenever he hears about a situation he comes in and he tries to make that situation better um and then he makes a comment that he's like, Jack's a serious guy. And I was like, where? Like, what are, wh- where is that coming from? Like, what about his personality is like, this guy is serious. Cause like, all I really get from Jack is that he's like horny and dumb. Like, those are his yeah. two mm-hmm. primary personality traits. Um, so, not really sure what that's. And then he mentions again that Jack's dad is dead, which we knew, but don't he's forget dead. about it. Everyone has dead parents. They'll start a club later. He also, okay, so like Ashley says something. I don't remember what, but he's like, I love your mind. And I'm like, that's, Me this is too. like a nice interaction. More people should Was it when she Ashley. asked if he was still on drugs and he was like, <laughs> no. And she said, well, you seem like you are. I mean, some people just have that personality. But yeah, yeah he's, I just, he's just like, a happy guy. Like I had a note, like I honestly am not, mad about this conversation like I feel like it's one of the more like actual like I don't know dialogue that's interesting to hear and like they're Mm -hmm. talking about like real serious shit and it's not just like like I I don't hate either of these characters I think it's also got a good like adult child boundary that I think the show doesn't find a lot of the time so I I appreciate that yes so just enjoying that while it's happening um oh so he asked like this is where it kind of turns a corner and i don't like this conversation anymore (laughs) um so like he asks what he could do about the situation and she's like well one thing you could do for me is stop my parents from getting divorced and like Uh he literally says he's like wow they really they seem to hate each other (laughs) that would help anything but like okay and it just goes back to the thing where like i don't really understand why Ashley wants them to stay together because like she, like she doesn't really seem to like Molly for some reason they're literally or, all they're, miserable they're, they're both assholes to Ashley specifically yeah. and it's like at least if they were divorced like you would get a break from one of them at a time also wasn't she like super mad at George recently like giving right. him a island she was not speaking to him because he hugged Adrian, Adrian. which is so yeah. dumb because it's like the least awful thing he's done this yeah. whole time I don't get it. Um, yeah. Oh, and then I guess we cut to Ricky's dad, who's in the car in front of their house, and he calls Tom and is like, yo, I heard that your sister is dating Ricky, which let me just pause. Where? How? Why is that the information that he has? Yeah. Like, why is that? Like, we're just told him. He that. just knows. He, did he everyone, just. I mean, everyone knows the hot gossip at school, I guess. Did he just get out of jail? Like, is this. I don't know. Like, why is he wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Like, <laughs> yeah. if he's looking for Ricky, why didn't he go to Ricky's 
foster parent's house. And for someone who's like stalking people, he doesn't do a very good job at hiding it considering he's in like a neon green 80s I don't think he's trying vehicle. to Yeah. He's being very obvious. It's yeah, really I mean, he just walks up to them. Like, he's definitely not trying to hide it. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a lot of questions about Ricky's dad, but we'll get to them. Also, as- but as soon as we see him, I'm definitely like, who the fuck? Are we, yeah. who, what, why are we having this conversation right now? Well, it's like, what, it's like it's supposed to be mysterious at the beginning. It's like, oh, who is this guy? And why is he looking for Ricky? Or is he looking mm. for Grace? What's happening? But like, it's called the father and the son. So like, I kind of assume. I feel like it was pretty it. obvious, but again, he, we don't know who he is until he introduces himself to George. Yeah. yeah. Or um, Amy. And like he says, my name is Bob Underwood. Bob Underwood. Bob. I feel like he wouldn't go by Bob though. That I don't know. He doesn't look like a Bob at all. Not in remotely. Um, oh, I had a new flavor of monster today called like it's like Aussie something. It's like Australian, and the can is really pretty. It's like blue and it's got all kinds of like sparkly fish on it. Ooh. And it's like lemonade fish. flavored, and it's like less intense than most flavors of monster, but I really liked that about it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I'm not like an energy drink kind of person. I thought literally you just took a sip of an energy drink and that's why I thought of it. It's a water bottle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, water that's is the too. best energy drink. Also, why would I be drinking it at this hour anyway? I don't know what well, you're like. Maybe you have about. a long night ahead of you. Maybe it's rough to get through slow tat and you just felt like mm-hmm. you needed a little kick. I mean, I feel yeah. that. <laughs> By the way, five minutes on the call. Right oh, now. no. Well, can y'all well, see that timer? Or is that yeah, a- I do. No, see I it. can see it. I wasn't going to say anything about it because uh, I wanted it to just be a natural flow, but I, I guess we're not calling sure. attention to it. We're I can also again. edit it out if we need to. No, we're talking about this. It's okay. the elephant we're in the room. addressing the elephant in the room. <laughs> Whenever you have three people on a Zoom call, it gives you a 40-minute time limit. Nobody knows why, but we're going to have to cut this later. But it's fine because I don't edit anymore. And can we just discuss how much I hate editing these episodes? Because it's like, I want to, like, cut in, like, fun transitions and, like, yay! And, like, little, like, applauses and things. And it's just like, I'm not going to listen to this whole episode. I just spoke the episode yeah i don't okay, yeah. listen to it again later like this is exhausting and i just i hate doing it and i'm very glad that carrie is back and she can take care of it now yes. yeah i mean Thank i don't you. put too much into it because uh i don't want to take the time to do it i do yeah. listen to it before we like i let it play the whole way through just to make sure i that, do not like the audio I... is fine and so that i like i like to one... listen to the episodes while i clean Cause it feels like my friends are hanging out with me while I'm cleaning. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, so like, I don't want to listen to the whole thing and then listen to it later. Also that yeah. that's too much. Um, also, did you enjoy my inclusion of the entire falling in love song by Alanis Morissette on the last episode? Uh, I mean, it only cut like out a little bit of it whenever you actually play the episode. Um, whenever I played it, it played the whole song. It only played like 10 seconds. That's interesting. No, like whenever I listened to the episode through Spotify, it played the whole thing. I literally just listened to it like two hours ago. 
and Greg, it only plays 10 seconds. I didn't but listen to it. Here's the thing. At least not to that part. Here's the thing. I don't like copyright wise. I am not sure if that like is allowed. No, yeah, I, I, I had to so, get permission from Spotify. Okay. There's it, like a thing on Anchor FM where I had to like submit it and then it like took extra time to post because it was like we have to check that this is okay so like it checked well it only played 10 seconds for me well at least she dedicated those 10 seconds to you yeah just for this podcast okay good idea (laughs) yes anyway uh tom tells bob where ricky's at and then he's like oh no that was easy and then he actually said uh-oh. I wrote Uh-oh, it down. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't misquote my so man, He walks into the garage where um, Ashley was sitting. The parents She's are still, wearing like, a really ugly scarf. About money. Yeah, I don't know. She just has, like, really bad taste in accessories, but maybe it's just the time period. She also says, she's like, oh, I hate talking about money. It's so common. Oh, like, you're above. <laughs> yeah. in, As like, if she's, like, some rich, like, as if she's Ben. Essentially. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> yeah. We'll continue seeing this theme, but like Ben is really rubbing off on her and she's like yeah. acting like a rich, spoiled brat. Yeah. But like yeah. she's also not rich. So it's yeah. like, yeah. Um, she Ashley says, asks her how much she made at her babysitting gig. She got 20 bucks. Yes. I want to have a tangent about this, but I also okay. probably continue. Like no money tangent, for a babysitting gig. Yeah, that's basically have y'all babysit? Yes. I've Great. watched my younger sibling. Okay. <laughs> do you do that for money? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do it to live in a house with you, I guess. I don't know. Uh <laughs> my babysitting experience definitely always gave me way more than twenty dollars. <laughs> Mine was pretty standard, like $10 an hour. And I babysat yeah. for a couple different people and they was pretty much always that. So, yeah. yeah. And I, even, even that was probably around 2008 is when I was doing that. Mm-hmm. So like, th- that's low. Unless she only babysat for like an hour. Yeah. I don't know. They don't specify life. that. So I don't know if that's good. Bad yeah. also, but good I definitely, it's just an hour you can probably just leave the kid by itself like, I think I yeah. definitely ended up with like at least $50 per session did you were you there for like how many hours I don't remember I mean probably more than one <laughs> because yeah. like like you said like you just leave the kid alone yeah uh probably like a night like an evening you know like yeah so like five to nine or something so amy's being please hold while we transfer your call so no what that was my reacting to getting cut okay (laughs) it's it's gonna be a seamless transition yeah yeah as you were saying amy's being the worst Oh, yeah. Okay. And then this next thing that happens is that she's like, oh, I want to start a business. First of all, like doing what? Shut up. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, I wonder if Ricky could help. Let me call Ben and ask him if it's okay for Mm -hmm. me to ask the Mm -hmm. father of my baby to pay for his own baby. Do not like. The worst thing is that when she called him and he picks Mm -hmm. up the phone and he answers with, I love you. I wrote hashtag gross. I didn't like that at all. Um, Remember and when then also- Amy wouldn't say I love you to him? What happened to yeah. that? I missed that. I missed that. That was yeah. fun. 
Um, and he basically is like, no. He's like, well, if we were married, you wouldn't be asking me this. So you shouldn't do it. Right? Yeah, and then she's like, well, technically we're not married. He's like, technically we're not married. Technically that's not my baby. No, literally <laughs> it's not details? your baby. That's not a technical thing. Yeah. <laughs> She's um, like, it's not your responsibility. Like, what the fuck? Okay, but also, like, if he wants to pay for it and his dad lets him, like, I... Like, that's like, his own fault. Apparently, they won't pay for it unless they're legally married. Why? <laughs> I, like, it's Them's stupid. the rules. And, like, even if they are paying for it, like, it's okay for Ricky to contribute. Yeah. Like, yeah. you shouldn't... It's just weird that she's asking Ben's permission and yeah. that he's saying no. The whole thing is dumb. I don't um, understand why they're still on this. Like, didn't this matter get resolved already? Like, oh, it never it does. Five episodes just to resolve. It takes five seasons. Problem? It's what problem are you referring to? The fact that they need to pay for a baby? No, the problem <laughs> that Ben and Amy don't want Ricky to be involved at all. Oh. I mean, it just yeah. comes up again because they're talking more about financial. <laughs> it only continues. Um, there's a whole thing about like Ashley being like, well, maybe I'll get a job. And everyone's like, no, you're 11. Who cares? But then they notice Ricky's dad. So, um, he comes over and they're like, this is not a garage sale. And then she like stutters. So like they do kind of yeah. con- like, that's like that the one thing. continuity <laughs> thing they have in this show. Doesn't that she's mean she's lying? lying? Yeah. He's so like, when, it is a garage sale. <laughs> Yeah. And see there. Um yeah. cut to commercial ad for schizophrenia injectable medication. Oh, I didn't know that that was a thing. Good for them. It comes up every once in a while. Well, maybe it's a targeted ad. Are you okay? Um, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so when we come back, it's Tom and Jack. And, like, it's never really explained where their parents went, but Tom is just, like, home alone. And so he calls Jack to come help, which, like, even if your parents are, like, out for the night, like, you probably should have called them. Like, I'm sure they have cell phones and they're better equipped to deal with this. Yeah. But, like, I guess he calls Jack Pappas instead. Also, I was thinking, like, doesn't Tom have a vendetta against Jack since he cheated on Grace? Like, wasn't that a whole thing? So wouldn't he more likely call, like, adrian first or something does he have adrian's number they're kind of friends i don't know i don't know um and then like he tom says that like he could tell over the phone that this was a bad man and then i had a question do we think tom is an empath (laughs) i hate that you just made that suggestion first of all if he really did if he could actually tell he was a bad man over the phone, then why did he tell him the exact location of his sister? Well, that's why he said, uh-oh, immediately. Because, like, he didn't, he didn't he realize. Didn't pick it up until that. after he said that. I think it's like a delayed empath. The line that <laughs> triggers, like, his, oh, that's a bad man, is when he's like, huh, that was easy. Thanks, kid. Or whatever, like. Okay, so he, he just I, picked up on the context clues yeah like the post context clues that makes sense okay so now we're at empath, he could probably tell what kind of baby amy's gonna have <laughs> like if yeah. it's a boy or a girl has he interacted with amy at all at the wedding so oh yeah oh, i mean he was like we're next i mean he had other stuff on his mind i think he interacted with her though as it <laughs> as they were just in the same room <laughs> 
for once. Yeah. Okay, so now Bob has come to the door to talk to George. Um, They're talking about how they're both grand... I don't know if they talk about how they're both grandpas. I just titled this scene Two Grandpas. Um, Bob is basically like, oh, don't listen to anything Ricky says. He's a liar. And George just fully believes it. He's like, wow, you must be right. Ricky's lying Uh about all that shit. Um, Bob says he's gonna like help pay for the baby, which we'll find out later is a lie, but whatever. Um, and then Amy comes in and she's like, Don't believe anything he says. And then she's like, I have to tell you guys some stuff about Ricky. Mm-hmm. And that's basically gonna be the theme of this whole episode. Wait, no, it's the theme of like the next episode, more so that everyone's talking about how Ricky was molested. But like they it starts to this episode. They've been talking about it for three episodes at this point. They do, but like the next episode the last episode. Yeah. They like identified Mm -hmm. the issue, I guess. Um which is really crazy to me that like we would even see him as a character on this show right after learning that he molested Ricky. Like I was not expecting to see a child molester on this show, but yeah. Yeah. Here yeah. We are. Do you think that like Hawaiian shirt is like a child molester stereotype? <laughs> I mean, like, I guess I don't really think people are normal if they wear a Hawaiian shirt outside no, of like a vacation setting. I wore a Hawaiian shirt to bowling the other day, but I feel like at bowling it's like appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so now we cut to sexy baseball. Uh Ricky is teaching Grace how to do baseball, and then he's like, I have to go call my other girlfriend for a second, and she's like, Okay. (laughs) And then Adrian is like, Wow, it's she's who's that screaming? And it's like they're like, is it hot that she's screaming? I don't know. Literally all I wrote is sexy screaming question mark. So anyway uh then tom and jack show up and uh ricky is like oh why aren't you with tammy i like tammy (laughs) which okay um blah 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 oh then i have a tangent that i don't want to talk about so we'll just oh cool (laughs) a canceled tangent yes can't no, no yeah okay so whatever they're talking they're talking about but they don't tell him right away that it's like oh someone called in is looking for you they're like all cryptic about it at first for some reason which is weird like isn't that the whole reason you came there like tell them about that yeah because yeah, like their whole thing is that like jack doesn't want it to seem like he's just there to see grace so if i were him i would like immediately be like yo i'm just here to warn you about this thing and then i'm gonna leave but instead they're just like gonna hang out there for a while yeah, i don't know it's really weird <laughs> well um, i guess i will say that like if even if ricky's like whatever it doesn't matter i guess it's good samaritan thing to do to just be like well i'm gonna stay and keep an eye on the situation if yeah, you're like but worried like, about them tell them that that's why you're there you know i mean like they do eventually but yeah it's weird okay so now like uh, it's weird that they lie to grace about why they're there like they tell ricky yes. but then don't they just tell grace that they're there to just hit some balls like that I don't know. Which it concerns her too because he called yeah. her house yeah. and asked about her whereabouts too. Yeah. Yes. So like he knows about it. Like I guess they don't want to scare her, but like 
I think Grace might have more chance of also believing Tom. Yeah. Like, because she has more of an established relationship with him and exactly. like yeah. understands that like Tom wouldn't, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe Tom would make that up. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. but you're right. Like Ricky, like whenever they do end up telling him, he kind of brushes it off and he's like, ah, yeah. lots of bad people look for me all the time. Yeah. It's probably fine. But whereas Grace would be like, whoa, Worried like I'm actually concerned it. about this. Maybe yeah. we should go hang out at home instead. Yeah. Or something. Anyway. Like, so what now, other bad uh, people would be out for Ricky? I don't know. He's a bad guy. He's tort- He's the bad. He's a drummer. He's the drummer. He he's always showing off. Drumsticks in his back pocket. He's friends with Sean Johnson. Like I saw a commercial with her the characters. other day. I didn't know she was still a thing. Wait, you saw what? A commercial with Sean Johnson in it. Dude, I think you're just getting targeted ads. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Because <laughs> they. It was while I was watching this episode. <laughs> It makes sense. Um, okay, so now we're with the Jurgenses and they're like, Amy's telling Molly and George that Ricky was abused and George does not believe him or doesn't believe her about him, which is yeah. just George being a yeah. dick. Yeah, um, it's very in character for George though. And then Molly mm, uses this as an opportunity to be like, well, maybe you really should do the adoption situate like the adoption route if like because you don't want to be dealing with like Ricky's dad forever. Yeah. Which is like, okay, that's not like a good motivation no. to do this, but like interesting probably, route yeah. to take to convince her of this. Molly like believes Ricky and is like yeah. a child would never lie about that kind of thing. Like, yes, thank you molly thank you for having yes. some compassion yes. in the situation yeah. that is like an important point also um i had a note that someone is wearing a vest can anyone confirm that amy i don't know i just said what is her vest oh, so it's either amy or molly i remember it- amy in one of the episodes that i just watched i don't know if it was this one she's wearing a really ugly sweater vest yeah that, like sweater vests usually go up to like here but it has like a gigantic V like to her oh. like rib cage. Ew. She's wearing a shirt under it, but like okay. it's pretty ugly. It's like really weird corduroy. It's not corduroy, but it's like stripes and the shirt she's wearing has like puffy sleeves. I don't even, and she's wearing this giant vibrant scarf. She's basically just wearing like five different shirts. Yeah. That's typical. Anyway, uh, okay, and then so like Molly was talking about like, oh, well, since Ricky's dad sucks, you should do the adoption. And then George is still like against adoption, and I don't understand either of their motivations. Like, yeah. I know that it's because like conceptually, like I know that this should be Amy's decision, and neither of them mm-hmm. should really be pushing her in either direction. But I also don't understand character wise why he's against adoption or why she's for adoption like i understand character wise why molly is sort of for adoption because Mm -hmm. i mean she's been bringing it up like who the fuck's gonna take care of this baby yeah and they don't have an answer for it so i can imagine that she has kind of thought about this and been like uh (laughs) i mean i can also understand why because you don't want i mean she doesn't want to get wrapped up in the drama of ricky's molesting father and then yeah all like you don't yeah but then, like, why is George so against it? Like, why does he want to keep this baby so Yeah, bad? I don't like, understand. Something that. I don't understand. 
yeah just to continue the family legacy i guess i don't fucking know yeah okay and so whatever they're like arguing about adoption and then like amy or not amy molly is i don't know if she says it or if they just show it but she still has reverend stone's card like his business mm. card yeah and like i guess he's like the like a good resource for adoption which is like a good point like he's with a church like they love adoptions they can yeah. probably help you find like a, a an agency or a mm-hmm. family or something whatever so that's sort of where molly's at thought process wise so now we're at lip gross's apartment she's there with her bald dad I am so bored by every scene between these two. I don't care about their relationship at all. It's not interesting. I uh, I don't I know just, if you guys I'm annoyed the same that back and forth filler all over again. Yeah, yeah. I just like don't care about them. Anyway, uh, he's talking about how ever since nine eleven, people take <laughs> fake IDs really seriously, which I thought was one of the funniest things he's ever said. Maybe the funniest thing he will ever say. Um, I'm wondering why he's always wearing suspenders. I feel like it's like a lawyer stereotype, but I don't really get it. But also I'd like to buy suspenders. Are suspenders supposed to take the place of a belt? Like in keeping up your pants? I think so. Technically. I'm interested in acquiring some. I don't know how effective they would be, but I feel like my pants are always slipping down. Wear a belt. Like, why? Yeah, but belts are, like, kind of uncomfortable. as a fashion statement a lot. I, I feel like had belts sometimes, when I was in like, middle the, school. Did you, did they keep your pants up? No. Oh. I mean, I didn't wear them to keep my pants up. Oh. I didn't really wear them, but I did have them. Yeah. Do um, you still have them? Maybe somewhere. Did I borrow them? I'm yeah. surprised you never had suspenders because like that was like an avril levine yeah kind of, like, mid-2000s thing because like you oh yeah down around your pants i think i wanted them and i just never, never got them from hot just, topic no i just i never bit the bullet it was too much of a commitment yeah. for me i, I think like, i this bought a them to make that statement and then did not have the confidence to make that statement i yeah. definitely made that statement in a lot more <laughs> questionable statements i definitely made some questionable statements <laughs> We should so honestly, have we to judge Ashley's <laughs> yeah. four shirts and scarf, or Amy's four shirts and scarf yeah. and his suspenders. That's a good point. We've all been there. Um. Okay, and then he starts telling her like, "Oh, like Ricky's dad just got out of jail, and you should be scared." And I'm like, "Is there a HIPAA for lawyers? Like, I feel like he shouldn't be telling her this." Yeah, like it's public record. You can just look it up. As tried, a person at a law firm can confirm well, you cannot. I mean, it's especially not, yeah, like when it's children, not his case, though. So, like when a minor is involved, like you really can't be like telling people the shit. Anyway, um, you able to find out Ricky's name or information, well, but you would know that his father was convicted. I think he crime. only knows that though because he works there. I don't think that's public record. I think he went into like private records to like dig and find it. So that's why it's like immoral. I mean, it's immoral that he even did that, but like he shouldn't be spreading it around. Yeah. And then I also just had a note that like, like this kid, Ricky is being targeted by his abuser and everyone who knows about that, their advice is like, you should isolate this kid as much as possible. And I just feel like that's really shitty. They're like, you should stay away from him. And it's like, no, like maybe you should like 
call this kid and ask him if he's okay yeah like offer him like some support and some protection yeah. like it's like, really shitty that everyone's like oh you should like immediately stop associating with this kid yeah, yeah like, like adrian's, adrian's dad is like he's dangerous like no, ricky is not is. yeah <laughs> but like that doesn't mean you should like just like never Abandoned talk him. to ricky again i don't know yeah i would i have an issue with it anyway so moving on now grace is on the phone with her mom um she has clear hair ties in her hair i don't know why i wrote that down um uh and this is when ricky's dad shows up and he starts talking to her and she's i wrote down don't talk to strangers i don't know if she said that or if that was just my advice to her but <laughs> that's what's good advice that's what I wrote down. Um, she's like, oh, my old boyfriend's over there and my new boyfriend's over there. And then Ricky notices that the dad is there and he comes over and I wrote down like A plus for like Ricky actually acting in this mm-hmm. moment. Like I believed yeah. that he was triggered. He jumped like, up to her defense. Yeah. yeah. Like and he, he was, he was he heated. Like. There was some there was some method behind that. Like there's he did good. the damn thing. And then someone said, Who's that man? I don't know. I that's dude, I have saw this episode a long time ago. I don't yeah. remember it. Sure. Anyway. Greg, does anyone have any more thoughts about this confrontation? I just thought it was weird that like Grace was so quick to be like, oh, hello, strange man. Here are all of these people that I am here with and how they are related to me. Like completely in character for her though. So I she's Christian. She talks to she she is a Christian. They show scenes of her like walking down the school hallway just saying hi to everyone. Like (laughs) that one was really kind of person (laughs) that just talks to people for no reason. I mean it's weird that they like that he would walk up to her and be like, So which one's your boyfriend? As if like not being like who are you here like opening the conversation like casually like a stranger talking to you but he's like targeting like he already knows who she is and that she is here with someone who is supposedly her boyfriend and he is asking about him instead of just being like hi how are you let's talk because some people are social and talk to strangers casually I don't know yeah um okay so next we're in the hallway um amy's outfit is very very ugly it always is but this one is like particularly it's like this yellow turtleneck thing it's yeah it was gross um okay also okay so this is like a ben and amy scene and it's there's a lot of things that are really bad about it um ben is talking about how he 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 thinks the baby is going to be a girl and i just wrote down wrong because spoiler alert it's <laughs> yeah. not and that just shows how little of a connection he has to this baby like he's like convinced like oh this is going to be a girl and it's very very wrong yeah um, should have known yeah and then uh they're talking about like uh, should they do adoption or not whatever and amy says the quote i love this baby and like caresses her stomach and i wrote down bullshit because everything you have done thus far has been for yourself not for the baby you Mm -hmm. don't give a shit about what happens to this baby like stop try like stop pretending like you're supposed to be like getting a job and like learning how to support this baby and like all you want to do is like fuck off to band practice while your mom's take care of the the baby for you i think 
I think that was definitely her character up till now, but I think they're trying to pivot and make it seem like she's now, like she cares. And so she is trying to find a job. Yeah, it's now she cares. But remember last mm-hmm. episode when it kicked and she like fainted to the ground and was like, I can't do it's this. Coming. <laughs> yeah. <I'm giving> like, <laughs> it feels like she has put no thought into like what it's going to be like when this, she actually has this baby like it doesn't mm. seem like she's planning on spending any time with the baby once it comes out like she does it doesn't seem to me based on evidence thus far that she really cares about this baby at all um then ben is they're talking about adoption and ben is against the adoption and he's being a dick about this i didn't write down any quotes of him being a dick but just in general that was the vibe that i got yeah and then he he says uh I think that we're handling this in a very adult way. And I wrote down, no, they are not. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like okay. they're just like playing dress up, pretending to be married. And it's like, the, that's not solving anyone's problems. And it's like just creating that is, more problems for exactly, everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Um, so now still in the dreaded hallway, Ricky and lip gloss are talking about their shared daddy issues which honestly is one of the things that makes them like one of the stronger couples here is that they both have issues with their dads and they Mm -hmm. can bond over that but instead he went and got another girlfriend and uh everything sucks um he talks about how like he has or she's talking about like her dad is gonna wants to help him get a restraining order against his dad which is a good idea because like as soon as he violates that once like you can send him right back to prison like right I guess that's how parole works, question mark. Um, yeah. He says that like a restraining order won't work because his dad won't respect it. And it's like, yes, it won't actually keep your dad away from you, but it will give you a easy excuse to send him back to prison if he violates it. Yeah, so That's a good yeah. point. I don't know why we didn't think of that earlier. Yeah, because like in my, I took an intro to law class in undergrad for some reason and like, she she, there was like a whole day where she talked about like domestic abuse because she was a domestic abuse lawyer and that was Mm -hmm. like her specialty and everybody cried it was super emotional but like she talked about how like a lot of women like they'll offer like hey we can set up a restraining order for you and they're like he won't listen to that but it's like if he doesn't listen to that then you can call the police and then he won't Mm -hmm. have a choice because he will be in prison right so it's like even like even though like it's not going to actually convince him to stay away from you it gives you leverage if he does come near you to make him go away anyway to be um, clear they are he he says his parents his foster parents are going to get a restraining order for him yeah that's why he's like no you don't need to do that adrian yeah he's against the restraining order in general like he thinks it won't work and it's like yes like it's still happening yeah so that's good um then i wrote rico and grace because okay at this point in my notes i started referring to ricky as rico a lot i'm not really (laughs) sure i'm off the rails i don't know what's happening Um, tricky rico (laughs) tricky rico Um, ricky ticky rum bum 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 (laughs) ricky ticky tembo no saw rembo try by ricky fit fairy um so grace i think i liked her outfit whoa uh and then he's talking about how he should have hit 
his dad with a bat and i was like yeah that would have i would have watched that that would have been good Mm -hmm. i feel like that would have been justified and grace is like no you could never that anger is so scary to me and i'm like i feel like if you if your abuser comes and confronts you and you're holding a bat maybe Mm -hmm. everybody should be fine with you hitting them with that bat yeah i'd be fine with it yeah um plus ricky's a minor so it's not really like he could be charged with anything right Probably. I mean, he could. Just yeah, but like, it's probably not as big of a deal as if you were like 18. I think it's justifiable. And like he's several also people there. Potentially could, like, old enough that if he did get into enough trouble with something, he could be tried as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good point. Good points all around, but I personally would support it. Yeah. Oh, then I wrote Ter Amo. So just add an O's to the ends of everybody's names. I guess Amy's here now. Amo. Um, <laughs> uh, he says, he's like, sorry that my dad came to your house. And he's like, I don't want everybody to know about stuff because they would pity me and that would be bad. That'll come up more in the next episode, but whatever. Um, I guess he knows that Lauren knows that he was molested and he assumes that a Lauren told Amy which she did Mm -hmm. so that was astute and then Amy's like yo speaking of your dad and how everything sucks should we maybe get this baby adopted and he's like no for some reason that I don't understand and then Ricky like has an intuition that the baby is a boy and i just think that that's interesting because he is correct father knows his son yeah well he name of the episode is vehemently against adoption when this is brought up because i think he sees it as like a personal attack like he's like she's saying that the reason is because his father molested yeah like yeah yeah which is a stupid reason if she had said like i don't know like coming at it from that angle makes him resist it and it's it's just not good yeah um, why would we ever expect amy to be able to handle like information like this i mean i never expected it of her <laughs> yeah and then i wrote down that maybe ricky is an empath because he actually does know what the sex of the baby is mm-hmm. so just tracking the empath potentiality of the different characters um the baby he says rico feels it <laughs> go uh he says that he it's fine to raise a baby with no job because half the country has no job 2008 the recession very topical and then he was like oh you don't see all these people with no jobs giving their babies up and then i have a tangent because i recently read this article about like orphanages in the 30s when it was like the great depression and apparently it like was low-key kind of common for people to just like give their kids like i can't afford this (laughs) yeah so they just like give them to this orphanage and then like all the nuns and the priests were really really awful to them and there was like this thing where like like one of the people that they interviewed said she like saw a kid get thrown out a window and everyone was just like oh i guess he ran away and he does not hear anymore and she was like you definitely murdered him but it's fine and then like she told this story about like one time she like threw up because they fed them like garbage food and the nuns made her like lick it up off the ground which was really really gross awful not yeah at all so um yeah it was i can say i think the orphanage was called like it was literally or the, the article was called like we saw nuns kill people or something and everybody should read it it's really really <laughs> awful um 
I'm ready. So yeah, it's actually not that uncommon to just give away your kids if you can't afford them, at least mm. in the 30s. And then as he's walking away, he's like, he sees Ben and he's like, hey, if you want to do adoption, I just want you to know I don't agree with it. And I like, why is Ben like part of this decision at all? And also they're both against it. So they yeah. should like bond over this and be like, oh, let's like attack Amy together. <laughs> we're both so awful. Um, anyway, so that's where we leave the hallway. Thank God. Um, now we're back at the Jurgens. Molly is talking to Reverend Stone and she's talking about how Amy just wants her to keep the baby and not do anything and how she wants to get a job in architecture, which is like a new out of thing. Nowhere. Yeah, it kind of was out of nowhere. It never was brought up before that. Like all they've ever talked about her doing is women's studies. And then she also mentions yeah. now that like she never graduated. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Um, Revan Stone is dropping the facts. He's like, yo, like you guys are both about to go through some like major life changes and um you should maybe get your shit together and once again we're seeing the analogy drawn between divorce and a baby Mm -hmm. um so it's just all happening for the jurgenses i didn't have anything else about this scene if anyone has any thoughts on molly and her getting a job um whenever she said an architect's office i was like (laughs) what (laughs) is that that a thing? thing i think they call it a firm yeah, like I think la- I think later she does say architecture firm, like when she's talking I to guess someone that else. Makes sense, but like that's just such a specific. Thing. When I think of architects, it's like, I mean, they're like construction workers? Question mark. Is, well, what I mean, they like design and they... designs it. Okay, I only know this from how I met your mother, but it's like they draw the designs. It's very the... weird to me to think of someone being an architect. Like to me that feels like something that is out of like ancient Greece. <laughs> yes. I don't um, know why. But I like, don't think I of don't... ancient Greece when I think of the word architect. But... Okay. Architecture tangent in like eighth grade, we did this project for like the honors class where we had to design a house using like this program that like, you like, you could decide like where all the walls oh, were and where all the doors yeah okay so we did that and me and my partner we made a secret passage to a dungeon in the basement and then I put a bunch of torture stuff like we had a bathtub with a toaster in it and there was like a shower rail that was just in the middle of the floor and it was like it was assumed by me that like you'd be like beating people with this but then whenever we got like the grades back they were like you should probably have this shower rod attached to a wall and I was like I'm not going to explain to you that this was for beating people with, but I thought it was assumed. They didn't say anything about the bathtub Uh, or like the secret passageway or anything. I think we got like a good score. That's the sort of thing that I would have gotten called to a guidance counselor about if I did. Yeah. I feel like it's just because he's a cooler teacher, probably. I don't remember who graded it, but I think it was, well, I'm not going to say their name, but anyway. Um, Okay. So Ricky and James, I just wrote Rick this time. James? I guess I'm just playing fast and loose with the ending of this yeah. guy's name. Rick and James. Wait, who's James? I think I meant Jack. 
I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just <someone laughs> in the hallway. Jake. Jake, Jack, whatever his name is. <laughs> Whoever the fuck. Uh, they're talking about Bob. Grace says she loves Ricky. And Jacob, probably Jack, <laughs> knows that Ricky is cheating on Grace. And he's like, hey, you should stop it, I guess. I don't know. That's okay. their conversation. Uh, now we're with Mark and Melina. And Jake is talking to Mark Molina. There's a new frog statue. That's the big important thing. Um, they have replaced Kermit Clutterbucket with Kermit Clutterbucket the second. So I guess this guy really likes frogs. Kermit Clutterbucket. Kermit Clutterbucket. I guess like now that he's married, he thought that he needed like a more professional frog. Right. So makes sense. Makes sense. Now. And then um, Mark Molina is like, for your community service, you're going to mentor this kid in a gang area. And Jack is like, are you going to give me a gun so that I don't get murdered in this gang area where I'm mentoring a child? Which is also interesting because like I've I did like mentoring children in middle school and like mm-hmm. or high school, maybe. I don't know. But like uh, you just do it at the school like that you don't go to the gang yeah. area so that was also kind of shitty because like he lives there like that's his home yeah yeah you're just like going to this kid's house i don't know um and then they're talking about bob and jack says that he's scarier than uh the gang area that you're sending me to and then as he leaves mark molina is like scarier than marrying the wrong person so i guess we're still on that where he why is this a plot line we never a plot line this person ever? i don't it's no. just like an occasional comment it's very it's, unnecessary it's like why do they even get married in the first place if like he knew he was going to be having these issues i, I literally don't care like i just don't yeah i don't think mark molina needs you don't to need his story speak these lines yeah. yeah like he can just be the generic uh guidance counselor that like does probably gets too involved in the students lives and we don't need like a background on Mm -hmm. him especially if they're not going to properly give the background like they (laughs) don't they don't show us what's actually happening there's just offhanded comments they just drop everything and we just have to take it yeah yeah okay also it's been almost 40 minutes again so we're about to cut out again but before we do i would just like to mention that i recently realized that my least favorite word is ombuds person I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I never liked that word either. I don't know what it means, but what I see it? it occasionally. An Omsbuds person. Omsbugs person? Omsbuds person. It's like Omsbudsman, but like the gender neutral is Omsbuds what? person. So it's at our school, Oms the Omsbud person, it's Omsbud person. I think yeah. only there's the one S. I don't know. It's like weird because it's like plural, but in the middle. Yeah, but it's like it's an administrative like, school thing, and I don't know what it means, but every time I see it, I hate I, it. I think I they were like, have um, no idea what you're talking about. Like, you could report things to them, and then they would have to act on it. Like, but like, and, why does the word have to sound like that? It's like as I'm saying it, the word doesn't want to leave my mouth. Yeah, like it's it's person. very weird. I'm sure it has like some Greek origin. Who knows? Like architecture. Anyway, it's stupid. <laughs> So that's where that's that on that. Um, now we're in Amy's room and she's talking to Molly. And oh, it's actually Swedish. Sorry. What an unexpected twist. Yeah. Wow. 
Do you know what it means? An official appointed to investigate individuals' complaints against maladministration, especially that of public authorities. Okay, I think that's the other reason I hate the word is it's just boring. Like yeah, the meaning no. is boring, but the word itself is awful. It's from the Swedish word for legal representative. Hate it. Um. So Amy Can we and talk her mom. About how it looks like Ashley's bed is like just in the middle of the room. I don't think this is Ashley's room. Oh, I thought they shared a room. I thought Ashley was sitting on it. No. Well, I mean, Ashley's room. in there sometimes. But yeah, I don't think they share a room. I think, it's Amy's. I think it's Amy's room. Well, either way, the bed looks like it's just like in the middle of the room, not I've, up against any walls. I've okay, so like I love a corner bed because it feels like you're like tucked in and safe in the corner. Mm-hmm. But like now I have a middle bed because like it doesn't like there's yeah. doors on one side and then like a window on the other side. So it doesn't make sense for a bed to be in the corner. And I kind of hate it, but it's basically fine. But like I, I would like to, at some point in my life, have a room large enough that I could have the bed just in the middle, just to see how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. You need to come to my apartment before I move out and see my giant ass bed in the middle. Is it in this. the middle? Yes, it's in the middle. There's no other place I would be able to put it, and it's like yes. six feet tall. But it's still against a wall. Yes. Right? Yeah, but, yeah, but like, I want one against no walls, just so you can fall off at any point. It's like... <laughs> It adds like an element of danger to your sleep schedule. Right. I think right. it's fun. It's like an um, island. <laughs> okay, let's 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 get this shit going. Get through okay. this. Okay. So Amy and her mom are basically having the same conversation as she had with Reverend Stone earlier, where they're talking about how like they both need to get jobs. And she's like, Well, no one wants to hire a pregnant teenager. And it's like it's probably that they don't want to hire you because you suck. Like if you yeah. had her in a job interview, like you would not hire her because she sucks so much. Um, and then Amy's like, I have to get a job because you won't help me. Wait. And mm. then Molly is like, dude, we're in the same boat. Like we both have to get jobs and like, mm-hmm. I'm having to start a whole career because I'm an actual adult. So like, I actually have it kind of worse than you and your shit is your own fault, not your whore husband's fault. So like, basically molly wins in the yeah it's definitely probably more difficult for her to get hired after not having a job for like how old is amy like 15 years yeah Yeah. can we start like assigning winners to every conversation or like (laughs) fight with people and like keep track of wins and losses yeah i think most of the people in the show are losers but I mean, um, if there's like, if they're having conversations against each other, like someone yeah. has to win. So like, yeah, that's a good it's point. never going to be Ashley or Amy. I don't know why it's I always going to be Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Ashley's going to be the winner. <laughs> yeah. I'll make an Excel spreadsheet. Do it. Yeah. It'll be great. All right. Let's finish. Right. This We're so close. Pile. Okay. Last scene, probably the one that requires the most discussion. Um, Ricky in his Prius, he's parking mm-hmm. up at Adrian's. Not sure why he's not having the scene at his own house, but whatever. Um, he apparently has established a 300-foot restraining order. And um, his dad is like, do you know how much people will pay for a healthy Caucasian baby? <laughs> so basically, Ricky's dad wants to sell Amy's baby. Thoughts? Feelings. yeah he's like i know some people is he, like is it to do that <laughs> is he talking like human trafficking like i mean okay 
I will get into this. Do not worry. But basically, okay. there's a difference between like human trafficking, which is like selling a child for exploitation versus illegal adoption, which is selling a baby to someone who actually just wants a baby but doesn't want to do it legally. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming based on his pedophilic background that this would be more of a human trafficking situation. But I mean, through prison, he could have met other people who know like black market baby selling avenues. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, we don't really know much about Ricky's dad aside from the fact that he molested him. Like, we don't know if he has those kinds of connections. We don't or know not. what kind but, like, of connections. That's what he it's has. making it seem like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, just like their whole thing, like they would still have to get the baby from Amy. So there would still have to, there would have to be a whole scheme where like Ricky would need to be alone with this baby, which at right. the moment it seems like is not something and that, that would Amy wants. so easily, I think, be tied back to Ricky. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't and it's not think... like if it was tied back to Ricky, he would immediately give up his dad because yeah. he does yeah. not like this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't seem, seem like a very possible. good plan. No. But no. very no. bold take for this show to go like, yeah. what? <laughs> Why? Where? I'm like, not going to hit every single possible topic <laughs> and they were doing baby selling. Yeah. Okay. And then just to close it out, I did notice that the PSA this week right. on the, the show, it wasn't about like, oh, you should talk to your teens about yeah, sex. It was, it was like, if you're being abused, here's things you can call, which I thought yeah. was nice. And yes. the actor um, that plays Ricky is the one that gives it, mm-hmm. yeah. which was pretty, I like that. That was yes. a nice touch. Yeah. Very thoughtful. Also just like a pleasant surprise to just be like, oh, it's different this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that for the main one, they had like a different person doing the talk to your parents about mm-hmm. sex every week, but it's just always Amy. Yeah. And they'd have but... to record it a bunch of different times and they can't do that. So they're just going to make Amy yeah. do it. That they one. don't have the budget. Well, anyway, yeah. that was the father and the son. And the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Holy Spirit was not invited. Um. <laughs> How do you guys feel? How's how's your first episode back, Carrie? Uh, I wish I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I feel oh, like there's gonna really be a few it. weeks at some point in my life that I'm not gonna be able to do it, and I'm really, go. really looking forward to those. Yeah, it's only so, fair. Yeah. Well, do you have an IMDb? Did you already do it? No, I didn't. I kind of assumed <laughs> someone else would. Uh, I did not do an IMDb. Okay, let me look someone up real quick. Who have we got? Ricky's dad. I don't know how often he comes back. Oh, I actually did look up Ricky's dad, and he kind of has... He's in a few things, isn't he? Oh, most people are. Except, I guess, not on this show. Oh, see, I always want to look up Slow Tat, and then IMDb is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Sometimes it works, at least on Google. Dude... Have you guys ever seen Secretary with um that lady and that other guy? Nope. It's um it's like this movie for literally I'm just looking up Secret and that came up. Um life. So it's this movie where it's like it's like this whole weird BDSM movie where like this guy is like having sex with his secretary, but she's like into it, and then they end up getting married. And um, they have, like, a consensual BDSM relationship. And it was a very controversial movie in the 90s. It so sounds like, exactly oh. like Fifty Shades of Grey. 
pretty much like, but like it was just edgier. like an intern why is it not coming up oh my god secret life of pets secret life of bees okay Ryan Colin. oh carrie's already on it who is he <laughs> who yeah. is this man i just found out his name hold on okay or is it colin ryan ryan Ryan, Ryan, not Ryan, Brian, Brian. Yeah. What if his name was Brian Ryan? (laughs) I would love that. Ready, ready for this, Brian Colin. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Born in Corner, Manila, Philippines. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, January twenty sixth, nineteen sixty seven. That's my sister's birthday, except not born in <laughs> Wait, that's like post-Capricorn season, right? That's Aquarius. Aquarius. Interesting. A water sign. Interesting. Aquarius isn't a water sign. Aquarius is What the fuck? Sign. Aqua means water. <laughs> Who decides? That's just, that's just the name Who of decides? the sign. Who decides? I know, but, but like I thought like I Aquarius, Pisces, and like one of the other fish ones. No, the three water the signs are uh Pisces, Cancer, and ooh, what's the other one? It should be Aquarius. I don't know. Yeah, like... It's not Aquarius. Wait, and they're also they're not back to back. No. Um what the fuck? Because like what the earth signs, earth signs are Capricorn, Taurus, and and, and what's the other one? Toph. Nice. <laughs> Toph. <laughs> um. We're getting yeah, some high quality dead air on Aquarius this. Is like. officially an air sign. That's stupid. That's very stupid. Okay. Like. Imagine if Aries wasn't an air sign. Is it not? Let's look it up. Is Aries an air sign? Because if it's not, I'm quitting. Falling in love. Um, you're gonna be upset because Aries is a fire uh, sign. Is a what sign? Fire. Okay. I'm really re- I'm a I'm mad. I'm what I am, I'm a mad sign. That's <laughs> that's I identify as anger. Um, also, have you ever just uh, tuned into a podcast just to listen to people scrolling on their phones? Okay, would you like to know more? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, he's in 92 things. Jeez. Uh, Warrior is his best known. Never heard uh, of her. He's in on Sex in the City. Oh. Uh, Bad Santa. Mm. Oh uh old school don't know the hangover oh oh think like a dog (laughs) okay the goldbergs he's in an ally and aj music video really (laughs) which one i enjoy that uh star it says dot 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 star maps star maps Mm -hmm. okay well that was fun this is interesting. I would like to finish this podcast now. Okay. So unless you have anything more to say about Colin Bryan. No, I do not care. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and good night. And I'm yes. sorry. I'm Anna. I'm not. And with your spirit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Bye.
child selling. The act of exchanging a child for money with the intention of non-exploitative adoption is known as selling a child, probably. For exploitative child selling, see human trafficking. During the Great Depression, child selling was actually not that uncommon. Georgia Tan in Memphis, Tennessee, sold over 500 children for prices ranging from $700 to $10,000. In other areas, there were baby farms where you could reportedly pick one up for 100 bucks. Today, your best source for cheap babies is Malaysia, where you can get a baby for $400 to $7,500. Caucasian babies cost more even for legal adoption at around $35,000 versus $10,000 for a non-Caucasian baby, according to ABC News, which TBQH is pretty fucked. This has been your PSA.